0: Welcome to the open for Business podcast I'm your co-host Mitchell
1: I'm your co-host Christina
0: So Christina and I have been together for six years now and we decided let's let's do something more fun you know let's put this podcast together bring together some cool entrepreneurs ask some some cool questions you know like things that we've always actually wanted to have the chance to do but we never kind of came around to it and now it's said so you know what New year, new us, and let's let's start a new podcast.
1: Yeah, I think we were trying to figure out when we launched when we wanted to launch a podcast. We were trying to figure out what the theme should be, and we were back and forth about it for a couple months. We couldn't figure out something that we can both relate to. I mean, he's a chef by trade, and I'm a digital marketer. What can those two possibly have to do with one another? (laughs) Luckily, we both launched businesses that are entrepreneurial in their own way, and we have our own. Area of expertise, yes, but we also have our own view. We have our own experience that we feel like we can bring to the table and we can shine light on from what business apps to use, our failures, our successes, what books we we listen to, what books we read.
0: I I, I do audio books. Yes, you do audio books. I'm still old school with my books.
1: But stuff like that, I think (laughs) it's just good to kind of – tell our story and explain how we got to where we are. I think that's something that everyone should be benefited from hearing. Nice. And we're also interviewing a lot of our friends and fellow entrepreneurs to get their side and to get their story. And I think that's something that's also better, very beneficial. Uh,
0: similar industries and some, a lot are out of industry. So it's good. It's going to be cool to see everyone's different perspective, their input, their insight. It's gonna be cool yeah like It'll we have
1: fun. we have businesses from beauty to appliance to culinary
0: to celebrity chefs to you know this goes on and
1: list goes on and on can't we have, wait to
0: show you guys who we actually have
1: yeah i think you'll i think you'll enjoy it very much um so we're gonna get started in a little bit of our backstory so it's a lot of a QA situation so enjoy that um so we're gonna talk about mitch first so mitch is gonna go over his career and his life journey
0: mm-hmm. it was fun that's for sure mm-hmm. i could do it again <laughs> well for me it started as a chef I, uh, I spent uh 10 to 12 years cooking did that went through culinary school did george brown which was really cool and really fun we actually got to be in the first year with their new facility there so state-of-the-art stuff which was I like fancy shiny things so it was do. it was exciting for me a little bougie um and then i got to work with the, some of the coolest uh chefs in the city coolest uh um caterers so i worked a lot of high-end catering events from um some of the most prestigious venues like the carloo and the rom and getting co- cooking next to uh artifacts and dinosaur bones was really cool
1: that was really cool I remember you telling me that
0: um yeah and so going from cooking to starting two new businesses uh um the first one was me chef which was uh, we've, we've been going strong for about five years now and then to fall which is all canadian chef apparel so we design and manufacture everything here in toronto and then we decided to launch a uniform another uniform company which is called green paw and that is all medical scrubs lab coats also designed manufactured here in toronto and that I've brought on partners, who are actually all equal partners, and the list goes on. But basically, the 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 real part is 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 whatever each one of us brought to the table. And from me starting me chef and doing production runs and all that kind of stuff and branding, I pretty much brought a lot of that to the table. And then Nick, who is a medical doctor, he brought his insight on the medical field and what they need and and really practices with all of our apparel every day, so you know that it's getting used and abused in, in an emergency environment. And um, with Anna, she is has run multiple businesses in her past, which brings a huge, unique experience to our table. And Phil, which is my mom, she's got a pattern making and fashion design background, which has also been doing this for about 30 years now, and um, pretty much, the four of us come together to to become this ultimate company and and it's really taken off in the last two years that we've been launched and and really accelerated everything with everyone's previous backgrounds and experience and um let's what do you what do you think, Christina? let's just talk about you a little bit.
1: No, we can talk about you some more since you just love that so much. <laughs> now I think Greenpaw has been an amazing accomplishment for you guys. I think that you all bring a unique perspective and a unique experience and a unique skill set that in real life you would never think would go well together. Like when would a pattern maker and a doctor do work together? And a chef, just, and, a <laughs> chef and a previous entrepreneur. Like you would never think that those combinations would work. And, honestly, and I, it's,
0: it it's worked out really well like honestly like sometimes a little shocking how well it, it, it worked out and you know, with, with the four of us as a team it, it was surprisingly shocking how how really well everyone came together and pulled their weight and and create this as you say this ultimate business that we that we got going on and and it's accelerated so fast and there's so many cool new projects and we're going different directions and trying new things and working with private schools and working with um, universities and, and, and really specialty um, clinics. and.
1: I like the way that Nick positioned it. I remember one of the first meetings and I was lucky enough to witness it. And I remember it was the summertime and I remember Nick said, at the end of the day, we're family first. And at the end of the day, this is not going to get in between our relationship because you guys have a great relationship outside of the business. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very healthy way to approach a partnership. At the end of the day, Especially, especially if you're going into a partnership part with friends or right. family at the end exactly. of the day that's your relationship first that's your primary relationship the business is second mm-hmm. and you know if there's a problem between the partners you hash it out you deal with it you figure out a compromise or you just let it go yeah you
0: have to let it go yeah. you, you can't you can't hold grudges in a business and, and if, if you're trying to have a family at the same time like we're all four cousins and and family comes first and and we said that from the beginning we sat down that was the first meeting we ever had and and you know what it's been strong since
1: yeah Yeah. and the girls are great nick's nick and anna's kids they're they're also fantastic they're they're such entertaining girls and i I love it when they're in the room during the meetings because they'll just kind of give their two cents and a lot of the time it's very beneficial from what I've heard, I think that partnership is fantastic. I also think the Me Chef partnership is great. You working with Frankie, and Frankie's going to be in our next episode.
0: A lot of the same. Yeah, the you're, same it's more roles. of a partnership than anything I else. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say works for me because it's, it's a lot of tasks we both take on together, and mm-hmm. the big meetings we take together, and and honestly, couldn't have done it without the guy, you know.
1: No, I think taking Frankie under your wing and bringing him on board, I think that was the most beneficial move scary it's a scary move because you don't know by bringing on the second person if it's gonna it's it was, gonna help or it, was, not. it was
0: scary because i quit my job before i should have and, wow and and i said you know what, sink or swim let's do this and that's something that <laughs> that's
1: something that you're always comfortable taking that leap whereas Huge for risk. me it's just like i'm not gonna quit my full-time gig until yeah. my business is at a financial point and,
0: let's talk a little bit about beautiful
1: beautiful teeth yeah No, I launched a teeth whitening business in July twenty nineteen, and part of the reason why I launched the business is because I wanted to start a side business, but I didn't want to do digital marketing. I'm a digital marketer by trade, and already working in that field for eight to ten hours a day is already exhausting enough, and I didn't want to bring that home with me. So I knew I wanted to do something in beauty. Now I have friends that are hairdressers that do facials and laser and eyelash extensions and hair extensions and. You name it, they do it. I basically have girlfriends in every possible beauty industry, which is fantastic. But I was just trying to figure out how I can benefit them and how they can benefit me. And I noticed that none of my girlfriends, or no one I knew anyways, did teeth whitening. So I think to myself, listen, if I start a teeth whitening business, I can cross promote with them. Business cards, promotions, whatever the case may be. Because the way I see business and the way I approach a new venture is as a community. At the end of the day, it's better to build someone up than tear them down. And sometimes it's very tempting. It's very tempting to turn into that mean girl and just be like, well, she does this bad and she does that and da da da. But at the end of the day, it's not going to benefit you. It's actually going to harm you. So I started this teeth whitening business to cross promote with my friends. But I also started this teeth whitening business because. I needed to start something else. I needed to have some secondary form of income. And I've done the work nine to five, and then go work a retail job on weekends. I've done that. I was exhausted. Luckily with teeth whitening, I can manage my schedule and I have my hours and I, I structured myself so I'm not going to get too overwhelmed and I'm not going to get too stressed out and too exhausted. In a nutshell, that's basically it. Um, I... Buy my products off a supplier in Vancouver. Her name, her company name, I should say, is Bright Smiles. For anyone who's interested in teeth whitening, I have no problem helping out anybody who wants to start a business like that. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the community philosophy, right? We have different views on how to run a business and sometimes we clash with those views i think it's safe to say and there's times i i'm yelling at him like you shouldn't do that like that's not right Not morally right it's not morally right he's like (laughs) no i have to do it i'm just like like, i don't care
0: so stressed out i bend rules
1: he likes to push the envelope i think it's safe to say and i'm i push the envelope only to a certain extent i don't like to push it where it's i feels morally wrong to me and um whereas other people not necessarily much but other people will take that leap and they'll take that leap of faith and for me i'm like no I- i'm comfortable doing steps a to c not steps yeah.
0: if i'm if i'm uncomfortable it's a good thing that's whereas that's
1: that just makes me nauseous that i, just I gives like anxiety. a
0: little bit of stress added to the to the un- uh, unsureties of things
1: well to each his own
0: that's why i don't prep for a meeting
1: Whereas that I cannot stand not prepping for if something. If I prep
0: for a meeting I overthink I stress and I won't sleep.
1: No. I feel I'd rather wing it. See I'm the opposite. Whereas if I don't prep
0: yeah. I don't sleep. But I guess I guess I, I, I like the winging it just because like I know my product. I know what I do. I know it's great. Like people believe in it. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where it's like I don't know I'm confident in it. And it's like I'm confident in myself confident in my product. Like let's do this.
1: No. Ask which any is any question you want. You know? No. Which is 100% <laughs> It's scary. At no, times. it's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. That's just my yeah. wiring. If I need to prep, regardless of if I know my product or not, I just need to be like, hey, who's the client? What's their background? I need to be able to have some talking points, all that. That's just my comfort zone. I can wing something, but I don't come off as strong yeah. when I wing it too much. I've noticed that with myself, even like in interviews, and they ask me certain questions I wasn't prepared for or I didn't expect. I flat out will say an interview. goes, oh, I didn't expect a question like that. Well, thank you. That's, that's an interesting question. In the back of my head, I'm like, that is the stupidest thing you could have said.
0: Whereas I would show up to an interview without a resume and still try to win them over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you would do that. And it's worked. I'm pretty sure you've done that, too. <laughs> it's worked. Calls me after an interview. Oh, I didn't bring my resume. I'm like, what do you mean you didn't bring your resume? Baffles me.
0: Didn't need it. Well.
1: <laughs> two each is up.
0: I guess it's different. When you're a chef, it's different. Like, you can you can sh- show your, your skills, and I guess when you're in another industry, it's really, like, they really want to know on paper what you can do, whereas chef yeah. skills is, like, can you cook? Can you do this? Are you disciplined? Are you going to show up for work? Are you not going to show up drunk? Are you not going to show up high? You know what I mean? That's yeah. the reality of it.
1: Hence why <laughs> our philosophies on things are different.
0: Yeah. Like, I see a different perspective. Like, yelling and screaming in a, in a, in a work environment, to me, is... On the normal end, but it shouldn't be. No, definitely. <laughs> you know shouldn't what be. I mean? It shouldn't be.
1: I know. You would tell me horror stories. I'm like, that's not right. You're like, that's the way it is.
0: We just laugh. Like it's funny. Like if you if you, if you can't laugh it off on a stressful day, you know, you're not gonna make it. Wow. Yeah, it's the reality of it. And in, in the chef world it's it's like end of the day we're all friends. It's gonna we're gonna go through our hard days, but you, you got to realize that it's like no hard feelings let's go for a beer you know
1: and i think for certain people the way they're wired not a lot of people can adapt to that
0: yeah i, I think it's one of those is like you, you really gotta move and adapt and and be very adaptable i guess you'd say i don't know like no i think that's the right thing to say yeah you'd be ad- you, you have to be adaptable and like like in the chef world, something can happen very quickly and you got to be able to deal with it. Like and and to me, I was I was always a punctual person, but but time management was always my hardest thing. And, and cooking was like being in the food industry. It really taught me time management. It's like because everything is you got to orchestrate. Yeah. You know, when you do events for 500 people, you better be sure that all those steaks come out perfectly and at the same time and ready to go and hot. You know, there's no room for air, and and that's the the mentality I come from, where it's like literally, there's no room for air. You 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 you, you get some air, you better figure out quickly how to deal with it, or yeah. or, you're, or you're going down.
1: You're also dealing with the public.
0: Yeah, you're and you're dealing with people's money, and you mm-hmm. got to eat this. And
1: whereas with us, it's like you're in an agency environment. You, for lack of a better word, you fuck up. It's a big problem. You well, you're
0: fuck dealing with up. people's. Money, you're dealing with you know, millions of, of dollars.
1: It with one agency, we had to deal with a planning agency an execution agency or execution team, which was me, and then the account team we had so many different entities for one client. Oops, for one client, and it was so cool to witness. But like, if you fucked up on you're done. their one event of the year, mm-hmm. oh my god, it was like this whole thing, and like, mm-hmm. I, luckily, I I made tiny mistakes here and there, but I caught them in time and I'm human at the end of the day. Like if I make a mistake, I own up to the mistake and I'm like, it's not going to happen again. And like, knock on wood, my mistakes haven't happened twice. Sometimes it takes a while to get in the rhythm of a new place. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it gets a it takes a while to understand how they want to operate because you have your own philosophy, right? And I saw it. I saw a really bad fuck up with somebody, one of my coworkers. And I was just like trying to help him as much as possible. And I was like, listen, like I get it. Like you're human. Like don't stress about this too much. Like blah, blah, blah. Like eventually like he left because the, the environment just Couldn't got really bad it. for him. And and I get it. Like you're labeled as a screw up. Like you've got that title on you. And then you got people hovering over you. And it's just, it was awful. Like, all right. So advice for someone who's starting their own business. Hmm. Come on, mister. I've been in this business for 5 years. Yes. The
0: advice I would give someone for starting their own business, which is advice I wish somebody gave me, mm. cuz I didn't have enough people to to ask questions, you know? That's I asked true. a lot of questions and and I was always left with uncertainties, you know? Mm-hmm. And and the advice I would give is just dive in. Like don't think twice. Like obviously think twice, but <laughs> But you know what I mean? You're it's, kind it,
1: of dictating your own advice.
0: You got to dive in. You got to give it your all. You got to want to do this and you got to see that. I think the whole the whole thing behind being an entrepreneur is, is figuring out what you love. And mm-hmm. if you're not doing what you love, you're done. You can start your business and shut down the next day because that's the reality of it. If you're not doing what you're loving, you're not going to succeed. You're not going to go anywhere.
1: Well, there's no passion behind it.
0: Yeah, there's, you're, you're not fired up. If you're not fired up for something, yeah. you're not going to do it right.
1: I've had a lot of people, not necessarily starting their own business, but I have a lot of people who wanted to switch into a new career path. and like, I'm going to do this job because it pays 80K a year. I'm like, yeah, but you're, you're... You're
0: chasing a dollar.
1: You're chasing a dollar and you're not doing something that you actually enjoy.
0: Like, great, you're going to do it for a year and then what? Yeah. And then you're going to hate yourself. You're going to hate your life. You're going to hate everyone around you. You're going to tell everyone, like, F you and that's it.
1: Or... You know? or in that same year you start a family and you get stuck staying in that job that's even worse for support
0: and then you're like what's life yeah exactly then what you're this entrapment you've created your own entrapment and then and then what
1: yeah i know i don't screw you're better
0: off going to jail and getting an education for free
1: that's so bad don't say that Your advice today is making me cringe. It's okay. I know. We don't always agree.
0: Our listeners will love it.
1: Oh, I'm sure. My advice to someone is. Yeah, it's yours. Hitting my microphone. It's okay. um, my advice to someone is diving you're in. you fairly new. I'm fairly new.
0: New, new entrepreneur. New. I don't mind. You on this side of the spectrum. I know. It's I never exciting. saw myself
1: actually starting a business. I think our circumstances kind of pushed me into it, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's been actually a good well, thing. You might as
0: well work and make your own efforts make you money. You know? No, I know, but I like so the concept of a
1: nine to five. I like the structure. Yeah. I like the guaranteed income. That's just always been my philosophy. So my... Definitely peace of mind. Yeah, I know. And my advice to someone starting out is don't give up and build that community. Lean on your community. I think that having a community of, like for me anyways, having a community of female entrepreneurs that are just killing it. Like just... I love seeing my friends succeed. Mm-hmm. I have a girlfriend, um, Erica, who launched a hair salon in King City, Central Hair Salon, and she has done a she's stellar job. She's freaking killing it. Yep. I have another girlfriend whose mom, um, actually, she's more of a friend than mom, uh, who has a laser and skincare company in her house called Glow Skincare and Laser. Nina, she's fantastic. I have family friends that I've known for years, Sal, who have an appliance company called Unival Appliance, and we have mutual friends that have companies like Lengst, for instance, sister-in-laws that started a business together. Like, I love seeing other people succeed. I think that there's always enough room for your friends. And I don't think it has to be a competition atmosphere. I think that you want to start a teeth whitening business, knock yourself out. You know what? I'm not going to give you every single tips and tricks I, I did. Like, at the end of the day, it's business, but I'm, I am <laughs> going to help you. Like, I'm going to connect you with my supplier because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to me. At the end of the day, it's giving them business.
0: Whereas I'm not.
1: I know. <laughs> we have different philosophies. Like, I have a cousin who started a lash extension business, sell a lash, and She asked me, she goes, Christine, I don't know how to start this. Like, what do I need? And I gave her a list of stuff. I'm like, you need this and you need that. And you know what? Like, you might have to spend a little bit of money, but just mentally prepare for it. And she's doing amazing. Like, I just, I personally love that. I I just think that if you're succeeding, I'm succeeding. At the end of the day. Definitely. Like, that's just the way I see it.
0: I'm not saying I wouldn't give a helping hand because, like, I have. And I've I've worked with a lot of, um, I guess, like, startups that are starting to do their own fitness branding of their own apparels and stuff and a lot of people turn to me for questions and answers for such businesses and stuff just like i guess you'd say merch promoted merch and stuff branding merch and i do a lot of that because i do my own embroidery and stuff like that and i've already i guess dealt with a lot of the fine tuning of figuring out what works and what doesn't work and i'm still learning myself but at least i have some direction i can give in you.
1: yeah because you've learned
0: doing this stuff and it's fun it's cool like if if this person if i see the person's really willing to do it and really has an interest and actually will succeed or not will succeed but like will put their time and effort into it i have no problem giving a helping hand you know and i'm working with a guy right now and brian chang and he's doing all fitness stuff and he's he came to me and was like oh what do you think about this what do you think about that and now we're doing a whole fitness line for him yeah, and it was, I've had like, so cool
1: I've had the girls I've had girls who've messaged me and goes what app are you using for your Instagram story content like it's killer I'm like I'm using Mojo yeah here you go like I don't care like at the end of the day it doesn't benefit me by holding that so okay so let's we have a little bit of a Q&A session for just us um, so I'm gonna ask Mitch current podcast you're listening to
0: ooh The Mindset Mentor
1: and I don't think I listened to that one yet
0: uh you know what? I actually kind of stumbled upon it because it, it, it popped up in like, I guess, were trending feeds. And I was looking for like, um, I guess, other podcasts that were, were, were similar to what we're doing, but had a good flow and had a good thing. And I was like, oh, and then I was doing my own research on podcasting and I ended up getting locked into a podcast. And, and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. So
1: I know there's podcasts that are about launching a podcast, which I find is really interesting. Which is actually pretty good. She's
0: like, "Thank God for all you people." (laughs) So because we've been spinning our brain trying to get these mics in order and
1: all the fun stuff,
0: these like crazy boom arms and recorders and oh my god, all the
1: technicalities,
0: but it's fun. Yeah, actually pulled it together very quickly, which is really inspiring. We
1: hustle, baby, we hustle. I think mine. I'm split between two. I love the armchair expert. With Dax Shepard. It's a good one. I love him. I like his room. He is so entertaining. (laughs) Him and Monica Patman, which is his co-host. Oh my God, I love them together. So cute. He's had some very interesting people on the show. So he's had Sam... Elliot, I think his last name is. He's from the ranch. The guy who plays the dad. Oh, he's the best. Oh my god I listened to his episode like three times already. I re-listened to it. I was like, oh, really? I love it eh? So interesting. Such well, a guy. Well, I wonder how he
0: is on like a- uh, Such
1: a humanitarian. Really? Such a humanitarian I was genuinely surprised. Because
0: like, he plays like this like- Badass? Yeah, badass and, Like he's like, I'm the man. I'm the king of the ranch.
1: Yeah, he's always played ranch roles He's saying <laughs> You guys that. all work for me. <laughs> Literally. Literally. You're
0: my son. You do what I say that's it. That's that tough love. <laughs>
1: I like I like Armchair Expert, and I also like Gold Digger with Jenna Kutcher. She's more of an inspirational, educational podcast. Yeah. I really like her. She's from Minnesota. She's had a kid. You know, her story kind of s- similar to mine, but I haven't taken that plunge yet of quitting my full-time job and doing that.
0: That's definitely the hardest part. It's definitely
1: the hardest part. I'm, I'm not at that point yet. Um, one day. It's scary. But not yet.
0: It's so scary. I know. But... <laughs> It's the best feeling in the world.
1: I believe that. I'm just not there yet. You know that.
0: Well, you will get there, and then when you, when that time comes, you're gonna be like, oh my god, I should have done this like ten years ago. Maybe. But like for me, when I when I took that plunge, it was more so to accelerate my business, and like I knew financially I wasn't there, but I said, you know what, I don't care. Like I'll figure it out. Like I'm, I'm human. I, li- I was living at home, you know. It's like
1: you also have a different philosophy than I do. Yeah, like I, that just gives me anxiety.
0: Here, I'm a a, I'm a sink or swim type of guy. Where it's like I don't, I don't take a sink for an, for an answer. You know, it's, it's.
1: Go to business apps.
0: Go to business app.
1: I don't think I have one.
0: I like to use like the stocks and stuff like that, but that's not. I wouldn't say that's an app. Like,
1: like stock images.
0: No, like. For like stocks, like business. Oh, stocks. business stocks. Yeah, yeah no, that n- wouldn't that's count. That's really it.
1: I use Mojo for all my Instagram story content. Really like them. You can actually, you can actually change the formats now to use it for feed, which oh, is nice. really great. And I use Canva. canvas my bread and butter. Use Canva to create the podcast branding. Use it for my teeth whitening. I've also told other people to use it. Great platform. Very easy to use. Some, they have tons those, of those templates you can use. I was impressed oh, with baby. their. I'm uh, just that impressed. No,
0: but uh, honestly, with the, the way that they set it all up, it made it user friendly. Like I wish I had that when I first started. It's like, yeah. you know, it, it, literally, you can do branding in like no time. Yeah. Like 25 minutes, you could have all your branding done, and I was like, maybe not 25 minutes, but oh, but it'd, but, be quick. but like simple branding, like yeah. to have an outline. It's like wow, like I didn't even know where to start. I, I had know. to bring on a team. I remember that. You know what I mean? Like,
1: which still helped you regardless.
0: <laughs> it was the best thing that ever happened to me.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. Because I wouldn't have known. You know, I wouldn't have known anything. I, I, you asked me what how to cook something. Yeah, I'll tell you. But to, to start a brand, like, pff, the hell did I know? I know. And that's why it's cool. That it's like, now we have like such a respected brand and stuff like that. And, and we're known to have like lux- luxurious apparel and stuff. And it's cool. It's mm-hmm. so cool. Like, we're known for that. People call me for the coolest things.
1: Current coffee order.
0: My current coffee order. Uh, definitely, um... I'm a red-eyed guy, so my coffee better have a couple espressos, an Americano in it. God, it's so strange. I keep it fired up in the morning. I like to turn on and like turn on, you know?
1: Hit the ground running?
0: Yeah. Like my, my ground's already moving before I hit the ground, you know? <laughs> so, so when I hit it, I got to hit it hard. Oh my God. <laughs> That's too much.
1: Um, mine is a extra hot latte. Extra hot latte. Usually non fat milk, sometimes soy milk. Depends on my day. Sounds boring. I need that espresso. <laughs> I've done like brewed coffee in the morning. It's just not enough. I don't know.
0: Current food cravings. What you got? Because I'm starving right now.
1: I know you're hungry. It's very hangry right now. Lately, almond milk, unsweetened vanilla almond milk, and cookies, chocolate chip cookies. That has been really? my go-to. It doesn't sound very good. It sounds so. It's so good because it's not because I've noticed ever since switching to like almond, almond milk, milk. Ever since switching to almond milk, and I only put in my shakes or I have it with cookies and stuff. I don't drink it. Uh, I kind of drink it straight. but I don't do like coffee with it, like lattes or stuff. I just mm. think it's, I don't know, something about it's not good. But it's like so good. It's not too sweet. I've noticed that regular milk is a lot sweeter than I yeah. than it used to be. It,
0: it is. I can see that. I like, but... grew up on milk. I don't know. I guess now that I drink a lot more like cappuccinos and stuff like that, I'm taking in a lot more milk. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> not complaining. I'm not lactose. I'm okay. What about <laughs> your food cravings? My food cravings? I have crazy shawarma cravings.
1: Yeah. You have a problem. I have
0: a problem. And you know what? Is it a problem?
1: I think you need to invest in a shawarma
0: store. Restaurant? Yeah. I would love to. One day I'll open up a shawarma restaurant. No, not
1: to open it. Like be an investor. Because if you opened up one, my God, you might as yeah. well be an investor and call it today. day.
0: Yeah, but I like it. I like to cook still. I still like to be the cook. I still like to be that. It's true, you do enjoy cooking. You know. That's true. Yep. Current book. Hmm.
1: Audiobooks count too.
0: I'm not really reading a book right now. To be really? With you. Yeah. Usually, I'm 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 on a book. I'm usually going through some kind of audiobook or something like that. And right now, I'm just kind of. I got so distracted. Well, actually. I've fallen off the whole audiobook thing, but I've gone on to like the whole podcasting thing. So I guess that's where I'm getting my
1: well. It's not necessarily a book, but yeah,
0: info and day to day like insight on things. Cause I really like the MFCEO project with Andy Frisella because he kills it.
1: Yeah, listen
0: to that. That guy got me fired up, and that guy gets me fired up and motivated. Makes me want to run laps around the block. That guy.
1: I'm not even surprised <laughs> by that sentence right now.
0: No? no. Well, if anyone has listened to the MFCO project, you, you'll understand. <laughs> what about yourself?
1: Sharp Objects by Gillian Flynn, same woman who wrote Gone Girl. Don't know. Anything Just about started it. a couple days ago. Tell us
0: about it. Oh,
1: I can't. <laughs> can't. I don't want to give anything away. It's a very good book. It's that good. It's that good. Um, okay. Favorite type of vacation. Hot. For me.
0: I'm a Grinch when it comes to cold.
1: Beach. I want a beach i want a drink in my hand and i want no one bothering me
0: hot we've been on
1: vacations where we couldn't do any beach time we were both miserable we're just like what do you mean we can't go to the beach oh it's not hot enough why uh,
0: and we're we're like those guys in like those countries where like everyone's the local people are cold wearing jackets and we're still at the beach like i need my tan
1: never bahamas it was like 30 degrees out and these guys were in full-on like winter jackets we just look at them we're like what is wrong with this picture they're like, this is cold for us. I'm like,
0: what? that was so nice.
1: That was so nice. We gotta go back. Add it to our list.
0: All right, your perfect Saturday. What is your perfect Saturday?
1: Ooh, okay. Brunch, with either, eh, with friends, I would say, or even like my family. I'm good with either, but brunch for sure. I'm a huge breakfast person. I love waffles, love eggs, love that stuff. Hanging out with my dog because my dog's like my child. She's yeah. my little shih tzu. She's the best. She is the best. I love her. Maybe we can bring her to one of the episodes. Oh, She'll sit on my lap. We got to get her on here. Oh my god, imagine. <laughs> She'd be thoroughly confused. She'll little be like, Phebes what's all these legs? With her hoodie
0: on. We got to get her Bad Bitch Phoebe's hoodie on. Yeah. So my perfect Saturday. I like to be at the farm or the island. I'm a the big boys. I'm a big camping guy with the boys outdoors cooking I'm so open happy fire. I'm not on that list. You know what? You are on that list cuz like I like hanging out with you too. But that's like that's like a weekly thing. You know, we get to hang out all the time. So I like to cook for like 20 guys on an island that just, you know, they've been drinking and smoking all weekend and like they're hungry. Would you rather? All
1: right, let's do two rounds of would you rather. Would you rather...
0: Oh, I got a good one.
1: Okay, fine. You go first.
0: Would you rather go to the nicest place in the world or... Get to have your hair products with you.
1: Hair products. Hair products. There's a back There's a back story. We were going to Spain and we brought, and we packed carry-ons and I had a hair container, a hair gel container. This,
0: this by far was my worst <laughs> traveling experience with Christina.
1: Stop it. We had a hair, uh, I had my hair gel and I had maybe two inches worth of gel and I had just enough to last me another week because we were leaving the week after. So it was like a mini trip. And we were going through airport security and they took away my hair gel and I was mad. I was like, How dare they touch it? How dare they take it away? I was just livid. And we were arguing and I was like, I wanted to check my bag. And you're like, no, I didn't want to check my bag. So we were bickering, whatever. It's like six o'clock in the morning, we we're on two hours of sleep on top of that. So I was already annoyed. And on the way back, they went to take the rest of my products. And I just looked at him and I was like, You've got to be kidding me right now. So now the joke is, or the No the joke. Let's call it the joke. Anytime we travel Mitch goes, so how many hair products are you going to bring? How much? How many products are you going to bring? I'm like, not, check my bag then we don't have an issue. It's, it's
0: not the amount of products. It's the size of the product. Yes, I
1: screwed up on the size because I've never traveled before. So I thought, just bring my normal container with half the amount. What's the problem? Never thought it would be an issue.
0: 50 milliliters in a huge container is okay, but it's not. Okay. So we learned that the hard way. We
1: learned it the hard way, yes. But I was just but, annoyed that I couldn't check my bag. I bet you if I check my bag, that's Would you rather... What do you got? Not make any money for a year. Oh, I can't handle this. (laughs) I like money too much. Not make any money for a year. Or forever live in a cold environment. So no beaches, no tropical weather like you love.
0: I think that's like my first year of business. So yeah, I'll take it. I'll take no No money money for for a year. (laughs) I've been there. I know what that feels like. It sucks. It does But a year flies by. So the reality of it, I can handle it.
1: Damn, I thought you'd have a like, I've answer. been
0: here. I've been here. I've done it. All right. If, I, if Maybe if you asked me maybe seven years ago, I'd probably say. The,
1: you don't even know what you would say. I know. You I still know like the you money. Would say. <laughs> you do like money. You've always been a money driven guy. All right. So.
0: This is the Open for Business podcast.
1: Make sure to check out our businesses Me Chef, Greenpaw, and Beautiful. We'll put their handles in our description or the links, rather.
0: As well as the Open for Business podcast. As which well as the Open for Business we podcast. We are on YouTube and Instagram. Yes,
1: yeah, so you get to watch our podcast as well as listen to it.
0: And we're going to have four, two other people uh, on tomorrow's episode, which is great. Yeah,
1: we're having uh, Mitch's partner and his brother, Frankie and Justin, they launched a pet gear company called North Hound. It's Toronto based. North Hounds. What did I say?
0: Northhounds. Hounds. It's so Norhounds, Hounds. Hounds. I'm so yeah. sorry.
1: It's a long day. They'll they'll appreciate me for fixing that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can't say my company, so now we're even. But It's okay. (laughs) Well,
0: thanks for tuning in, guys.
1: Yeah, make sure to follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and check out www.openforbusinesspodcast.ca for all info.